0: You are now about to witness the awesome the crushing a mind. I've been so slow. Yeah, the kid's sleeping. Uh, you know, I'm a little early in the music. So she's a nappy nappy kind. so I gotta be kind of quiet. <laughs> Alright, Mr. RG, <laughs> thank you. Above and over the call of duty, sir, you have shown up and shown out. This is version a two, a three, a five of the Eugene S. Show Showstopper. I'm your host, Eugene S. Robertson. If you wanted hugs, I'm going to suggest you came to the wrong place right now. Let's get that out of the way right now. Get your hugs at other places. I don't know what you're gonna get from this one, but it's not gonna be a hug. But first we're gonna let Bob Riley sing us in, Stigmata, as he has since, once a week at least, since 19, no, 2007. The record is called, Calling of the Just, The Calling of the Just. song is called Intro All of Nothing, still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California where they shoot their death in a nightclub, hit your car with a hammer, and run your mayor pro-tem out of town. I'm taking a real good look at you. At your face. For being paid back and for always nothing.
1: All right, all right, my friends. All right, this is uh, we've come down to a very, a very crucial time, and uh, eh, 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 I, I hate to say use phraseology like battle lines have been drawn, all that kind of overly dramatic, overly reactive Brooklyn shit. I'm sorry about that, but you know the whole time I've been telling you it's not time to panic. I think maybe it's time to panic. Okay uh yeah it's time to panic and um except you know we all panic in different ways if you've ever been in a really crucial situation you never know how you're going to react and i'm always surprised at how other people react but usually in every single crucial situation i've ever been in which has been life and death considered like the guy in uh inglorious bastards where they say like we don't want anybody losing their head out there and he goes do i seem like i'm losing my head I get preternaturally calm. So much so that it's a, the, the effect is jarring. The fact that I'm exercised now maybe might indicate to you that we're not in the midst of something worth panicking about because I'm not preternaturally calm, but this is my uh, gargantuan and pantagruel act. Those of you No, Donna Shalala, me on my own show, if you've read the book by Rabelais, at one point, the monk says, brothers, the barbarians are coming. They're going to destroy our vineyards. If they do and succeed, if they succeed in doing so, we will not have wine for seven years. And the other monks go, brothers, you know, it's it's God's will. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. You you understand, seven years, we won't have wine for seven years years and they're like all we could do is pray brother that's all we could do he goes pray nothing he jumps on the roof of the rectory breaks off the cross jumps down into the field and kills five thousand invaders by himself he so loved the vino i'm sure when he was doing so he was doing so with a certain amount of preternatural calm but that was only fired by the fact that when he was panicking active panic pre-panic period everybody was telling him to relax fueling his efforts that's where we are now commercials i'm no longer giving the paypal address because i don't trust paypal or at this point anything largely kind of connected to the south african named musk Little small codice in the in in the PayPal info was like yeah you say something wrong we could charge you twenty five hundred dollars yeah sorry I can't afford you twenty five hundred dollar snakery, fuck you Eugene Robinson twenty eight which I believe is Venmo Cash App is Planet Oxbow Patreon. Patreon.com slash the stomper for this show so you can set it. Oh my goodness. I gotta do that right now. I gotta post the old shows up there so that I get paid for uh for you all for October. Uh um uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it's a good book. It's funny. It's a comedy. It's written as a comedy. Yeah, but you know, apropos. So a uh, Patreon.com/slash/theStomper and that's it. If you remember the PayPal and you want to send it via PayPal, I'll still collect that money there. But I gotta decommission these cats. I just can't. I can't. And that's largely where we are in time. So if you've read, if you've read the Show Stomper, I'm um, sorry, if you've read Look What You Made Me Do, the Substack, and I see some people are just now reading it because I'm getting a, a shitload of text, um, and uh, and so you you do know that that um darren poligro dh poligro from uh, the dead candies has died a known associate of mine and more than an associate a, a guy who i feel i could comfortably claim as a friend uh i got the text f- uh friday night around 7.29 and and didn't didn't go to social media to reveal that i had known this was the case i wanted to let the band it, itself uh um uh uh, make note of it and still yet i was there before alternative tentacles and i think that um, uh, it's not for me to point fingers necessarily but i think that despite their legal legal problems with each other and the fact that they were touring without biafra that they should have been a little faster on the stick than that but who knows how people respond in grief you know my response was to wait because largely i hoped it would not be true but uh, at the point where i should be sorry that he's not among the living i find myself increasingly sorry that i'm not among the dead um and and, and it's the vast effluvia of shit that we are now breathing smearing on our bodies and consuming i i i, I look look <laughs> uh, l- l- i am going to have to tell you right now this is paradoxical because on the one hand when you take a cat like jake paul who i initially hated because i thought that we're talking jake paul celebrity boxing danny Bonaducci versus uh shrek uh uh uh, uh, uh who's the figure skater who's the figure skater Who's the one who hit the guy with the stick? How come I can suddenly, I had to watch her sex video, and now uh, 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 I can't remember her name. Tanya Harding. Is is not Tanya Harding versus uh, uh, who's the redheaded chick who lost her mind, whose name I can't remember. It doesn't make a difference. That was celebrity boxing of yesteryear. I hear he's a YouTube influencer who can box. I'm like, I'll kick his ass. An actual fact—it's a, it's a YouTube influencer who is hypoxer, right? So on the one hand, he's militating for better pay uh, for the for UFC fighters. Uh, has has look because the the narrative, while some people genuinely genuinely might be butthurt. Tanya Harding, thank you. Some people that might be genuinely butthurt at at seeing an MMA guy go down. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that what we did see was an Anderson Silva walk away with well over a million dollars. I guarantee you he made more from this fight, from this 10-round boxing exhibition match, than he did his entire career with the UFC. So on the one hand, he's like somebody accused him, like Fury accused him of, he's handpicking geriatric MMA fighters. I don't look at it that way because how long would those guys had ha- had to not been retired in the UFC before they made that kind of money how much damage would they have incurred this guy is a veritable sister of fucking mercy and we should be happy he exists okay got that out got that out the reality though is somebody put it put it put it plainly and 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 made it quite clear that this is not on MMA this is not on MMA. This is not, you boxing fans could be sitting out there chortling like, ah, sweet science. Ah, we already said, like Jim Lampley, who said it's like, he described MMA as like hearing somebody talk fake Chinese. It's just as bad and insulting. Exactly. If the UFC paid him, that would be better. But that's not going to happen. So you you know, Jim Lim was like, "So you got you boxing guys can be laughing at it and maintain some sort of dream scenario where a, a fight breaks out and a boxer jumps in, doesn't have to fear kicks, takedowns, or 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 or, or uh, submissions, and feel pretty good about yourself." But somebody said, "No, no." If the number one boxer, if the number one boxer, in terms of influence reach, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you, is a guy named Jake Paul, your sport has fucking problems. Garrett, let's do the 100-yard test. You stand up from your computer now. You walk out within 100 yards. Every person that you talk to within the next 100 yards, you ask about the top five boxers. You, you Just go down the list. Anyone, anyone. Do you know anybody? Who's the heavyweight champ? Go to net 100 yards away. That's a net that everybody you meet in that period. And who is Jake Paul? Boxing is so broken that the, the the klepto the klepto bald one declined to participate. Why do you think this crypto this the crypto klepto bald one refused to participate in boxing? That's how broken it is. But at least the guys at the top are getting paid in ways that guys at the middle and the bottom in any other sport like Oopsie are not or the guys at the top in the UFC. So on the one hand, I have to say he acquitted himself well. I do not view this as anything other than an exhibition match. In fact, you know, the same chicanery was at works because if you don't believe the knockout story was true, he just misspoke, you believe anything. The, if you haven't been following it, the Athletic Commission finds out. Athletic Commission that doesn't have any sway in Abu Dhabi foreshadowing hey, hey the athletic commission was like well we have to investigate it to him being not i just misspoke you're 47 years old you've been doing this since you're 19 you misspoke really okay english is not my first language nobody said you had to say it in english i i could i can give you a knockout in several different languages but whatever uh, I don't want to begrudge a guy his 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 payday. In fact, I don't want to begrudge any of these guys who are putting shit on the line that's more crucial than you know fundamentally uh, more crucial than a lot of other sports. Give. You know, you ever hear a tennis elbow? You, you know, look, my Achilles—I have Achilles tendonitis—and I'm I after years of talking shit about walking, I would happily, I would happily, happily. Happily embrace the reality that used to be mine every day of standing up and walking without and then feeling good immediately, without having to warm up for a fucking walk. <laughs> of course, there's solutions for Achilles tendinitis. Somebody say, "Well, we go surgically go in, we shave down the bone, we're ever get rid of the irritation, pick up." It's like, you no, know, there's no. You can't arthroscope the pieces of whatever's causing me problems in my my you know my Achilles tendon. You can't scope it out. So it's surgery, so stuff has to be cut. So then I'm like nine months out, forget it. I don't like walking like a cripple. If I could inject something in, look, look what somebody bought me. Now, if you can speak Russian, that's what it's, I don't know if you can read it. If it's backwards to you, it looks backwards to me. And then they gave me this. What is this? Do Do you even know? Who knows what it does? Who knows what it does? I, I don't know. I asked the doctor. Should I get a cortisone shot for the Achilles tendonitis? And they're like, no. Just go to physical therapy and do the stretches. I go to physical therapy, and then what happens at physical therapy? Uh, oh, oh, my, my, my uh, hips now hurt. Besides, this is not about me. This is about this is about boxing being broken. This is about guys who are 47-year-old having to dance to to eat their supper. This is about a world full of unrelenting fucking shit. This is a world full of, of cats who I know MMA guys who I've known for now upwards of close to 20 years who are exulting in an 84-year-old man getting hammered almost to death in his fucking home because nobody has figured out that this shit is cartoon and we're in the middle of it like Riley Coyote running off the edge of a cliff and not realizing the bottom is no longer there. Are you fucking crazy? You know, and so if what we're where we are now is in Rablasian land of look, we're not going to have wine for seven years. I get you. I get you. I get you. Amass as many nuts as you fucking can and then hope to ride out the storm because the billionaires are doing exactly that. There was an article and I hate to be this guy, but there was this article about um, land purchases, easily part of public records in the most remote spots in America and not insignificant land purchases not an acre or two acres because nobody who's making those purchases are buying that it is purchases with access to running water and typically fortified with natural fortification mountains access to running water communications towers you know who's the hollywood I say Hollywood right away, you figure I'm politically aligned, that I'm making some, you know, I'm making some coastal comment about the 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 elite. I'm not necessarily. I am making a comment about you know multi-million dollar money mansions. Hey, listen, I told you I know five billionaires. There are 977 on the face of the earth billionaires. I know five. We don't even talk about millionaires as any kind of statement of significance anymore because you know how many millionaires I know? I don't even know how many millionaires I know. Which means easily 30% of the people I know who who I've worked with at companies that make millionaires are millionaires. Pretty much all of my really smart friends at Apple who didn't get rid of their stock are millionaires. Same with Adobe, same with Google, same with YouTube. These people are all worth a million dollars, at least a, several often. A friend of mine whose father was convinced for years that he was developmentally disabled and or mentally retarded, took him to a series of experts. This guy, whose father is unemployed now Trump casino blackjack dealer, has watched his son go on to own three houses in other countries, three houses in America, still gainfully employed, happily married, and very definitely not developmentally disabled, multi-millionaire. Goes riding with his bike, doesn't give a shit, you know, doesn't think about the fact that he's a millionaire because it doesn't mean anything to be a millionaire anymore. Not when you have 977 billion, 977 billionaires buying up land in Montana, Idaho, on the Canadian border, with helipads and, and runways. There you go. 5.2 million people became millionaires in 2021. You do realize, if that you're not one of those 5.2 million people, you are very close to being fucked. And the reality of it is you can't unless you've got some intergenerational wealth, unless you've got real estate holdings in the family, by which I mean that old fucking homestead. That a place you can go that all they charge you for is uh, is uh, a a, a property tax, because when that shit collapses, the last prepper I talked to said, don't buy gold, Eugene, get silver. It's more uh, fungible and not as heavy to carry and ammo. I go, what about food? He's like, you can get all that stuff with the, you know, (laughs) I'll give you a book on, on, uh, you know, ethnobotany. You can figure out how to eat stuff in the wild, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, Okay. So the fact that a Jake Paul is stepping into the picture, essentially a single handed retirement plan for every single person he's fought haven't heard much from Tyron Woodley, have you? Because he doesn't have to talk now. Haven't heard much from Ben Askren, have you? He, I think he's got a book coming out, but he's trying to sell his book in terms of cash. Doesn't have to talk now. He's got a disease, so accused anal rapist, Connor McNuggets, he's talking now. He can't stop. The money for him has been isolating What good is it having a Lamborghini speedboat if you got nobody on the boat with you? And the reality of it is, I learned from doing all my celebrity coverage at Code Magazine. If you're a celebrity, if you're a wealthy celebrity, who the fuck do you hang out with? Come on, man, let's go take the boat out to tomorrow. Sorry, got to work. Fuck it, knock off work. A guy with a Lamborghini speedboat can knock off work. His friend who's still working in the canning factory cannot knock off work. So who do you hang out with? You hang out with other guys with Lamborghini boats. Well, I got one. You got one. Let's race. Eh. Yeah, that's right. So who's talking? Got to talk. Got to talk. You think you got enough money to last forever? You don't. They're about to raise the retirement age in France to 65. It was 62 in France. And the French are about to flip the fuck out. They're they're raising social security payments for people my age at this point. Because the cost of living is chipped away at it. And let's not even get started on Medicare. You can't afford to get old in America. And still, we're down here in the weeds. Exulting in Pelosi's husband getting hit with a hammer in his fucking house. Well, let me tell you something. I've been by that house. I've been by that house. It's a fucking compound. So they need to, first of all, fire their security company, fire their protection company. Maybe it's only a compound when she's in town, but no 84-year-old man who lives in a place like that should be set upon by a lone nudist who broke into the house. And very definitely afterward, if you're a former professional fighter, like sort of named Jake Shields, you should not be exulting. And the fact that this guy was almost beaten to death with a hammer, as out of your fucking wheelhouse. And forget about the whole, look, let, we're 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 in a crazy time right now. The barbarians are about to tear this shit down to its timbers, and it has nothing to do with politics. Quoting the line from the adolescents, trash beyond belief to show the kids don't want to learn. This is just pure Hey, I'm writing about this in my memoir. I don't know if you've ever had the occasion. I'm playing a friendly game of dodgeball back when I was a lifeguard friendly claim of the game of dodgeball and somebody thought it would be funny to turn out the light in a highly reverberant gym people running noise and i had the ball and that light went out and all social order disappeared it's like jose saramago's book blindness we were all suddenly the same but we're all suddenly fucking different And you could feel the animal rising in your throat like, I'm just going to fucking blindly lash out and kill everything within my... Fortunately, the only thing I had in my hand was an Indian rubber ball. Which I proceeded to fire blindly into the darkness. Of course, once I had done that, I realized I had deprived myself of a useful weapon eventually somebody somebody turned a light on and I had to quickly fi- fix my face from the feral meme that I had on before when the lights were out. That's where we are. That scene with the Dulong Bridge and Apocalypse Now, that's where we live. So TMZ, which is how I came to know about Jake Paul, did something very interesting in their reportage and i'm going beyond what i wrote in 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 the substack if you've read it and i'm sharing it only with you now this the the husband of my friend's sister who was a paramedic who picked up mr poligro said that he had cancer which wasn't reported by dmz tmz Nor was it reported by any of the band members or anywhere else. I wrote it today, minutes ago, that he had cancer. How does a paramedic showing up? Well, the first thing they do when they find somebody unconscious is, is this a suicide? What is it? What could have caused it? And they go through your medicine cabinet. Apparently, I'm guessing, apparently there was medicine in the medicine cabinet that indicated that there's medicine that somebody would take who had cancer. Or maybe there's paperwork. I don't know. Also noted, not mentioned anywhere, and this will not be a surprise to anybody, but dude had track marks. Now, the reason he was removed from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is because he had a well-publicized problem with drugs. I don't have any idea of how long track marks last. All right? If I were to shoot up in 1997, in 2022... Do I still have track marks? Well, never having shot up, I don't have any track marks to see. I've got plenty of scars. My jujitsu scars in the back of my hand from one guy only from Logan. But no, because TMZ at that point very carefully parsed it. If you read, uh, as a cause of death, assumed to be assumed to be. Uh, Yeah, but black skin has keloids, so maybe it lasts longer. I don't know. Assume to be complications from an accidental fall. Head injuries from an you know, accidental fall. Well, you know, I could say that you got lead poisoning after I shot you. I could. But the fact that they were so careful about parsing their words made me think, much like that one time I got called by the uh, National Enquirer to fact-check something. Yeah, if the National Enquirer is saying, Elvis is raping Mother Teresa, okay, they know clearly that's bullshit, nobody can prove it, or it was alleged that someone said, hey, this can't be proven. Okay, gotcha. I I understand. But everything else, the National Enquirer, when they called me, they were surprisingly assiduous in fact-checking something that I had done um, that they had gotten as a source for some other piece. It was something to do with some murder or serial killer or something, so I don't remember. Okay, so TMZ and their reporting of people who are actually alive are very careful and or complicit you heard Tommy Lee and Pamela Lee complain. Yeah, that's what Lydia thinks, yeah, and for sure. Um, you know, uh you have heard Tommy Lee and Pamela Lee complain about their sex video. Oh yeah? Well, you know what? I used to have friends at Vivid. Friends at Vivid said, <laughs> we can't release stuff without a release which means they tacitly agreed to do this via their signatures on the contract that says we can. They are not public figures. This was part of something that maybe had been stolen from them, but for them to get paid for it and to have it, they had to tap, not just tacitly, but explicitly agreed to have this happen. You could protest as much as you want the next day, Ray J and uh, Kardashian, Kim, but you also that was also purposeful. It was not accidental. So what I'm saying is all the stuff, all of this stuff is presented to you on a platter. The question is, how do you tell the, the shit shit? How do you tell the fake fake from the real fake? Now I am choosing at this point in time, I am choosing to view uh, Jake Paul as a as a, as an angel of mercy he's putting he, he's he he's a thorn in the side of the bald one and he's putting as long as he keeps winning he's putting and he will he won't lose until such time as he's bored doing what he's doing but when you hear about his life prior to boxing dude is a hard worker I don't know if you remember porn star TT Boy. T.T. Boy was like, yeah, you know what I did before I was a born star? He was involved in r- some rural work effort, concrete work, or, st- or stone work, or, or farming, back-breaking work from 5 o'clock in the morning until the sun goes out, freezing inclement weather, no matter what he goes, I'm living my best life here. Forget anything you heard, forget it. Anything, oh, difficulty in having relationships, whatever. Yeah, keep on." Up benefits. So, you know, hard worker, he will keep winning until he desires to to lose. And in the process, shames boxing, doesn't shame MMA so much, but upgrades MMA. There's a difference between shaming and upgrading. The fact that he's one of the number one boxing draws means that your product is weak. Go back to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Alec Baldwin's speech. The leads are weak. You're weak. Your sport is weak. In the case of MMA, MMA, the issue is beyond that. It has nothing to do with weakness. It has to do with the big, fat, sucking, blood engorged tick that's reaming the community for all it's worth. And I have to say, uh, uh, sympathy for the uh, uh, sympathy for the devil. Why shouldn't he? Why shouldn't he? Why shouldn't he? Something, the question that we should ask all the time. Uh, 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 yeah, that's right. I remember Jake Steed. Um, why Why shouldn't he? He would be a fool to do otherwise if nine nine out of 10 of us would say, oh, that's good. More profit is better. Better good. I, w- I was rolling today with an Ukrainian guy. We started joking about Stalin and the kulaks. Read the great terror. And, and I started joking and go, oh, those fucking Ukrainians were, hide, were hiding the grain. He goes, they were hiding the grain. I go, so Stalin was right. I go, of course he was right. He goes, they were hiding the grain because he knew they were going to take it. That's why they hid the grain. And that's why he starved them out until they gave the very last grain. Or you, oh, you eat that or you die. My mind was actually blown that the Ukrainian was like, yeah, of course we hid the grain. Therefore, justifying, you know, a in a, 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 a forced famine that that killed millions. I can't think of an argument that's not moral in in connection to the bald one and why he should share. Why should he share? You should have seen the writing on the wall when they call it the Dana White Contenders series. Does that exist in any other sport? (laughs) The, The Tom Brady Super Bowl doesn't. He's putting it out there for you to see. You don't want to pay attention to it, don't pay attention to it. But it's there for you to see. And if you think I'm fucking lying, how do you feel after watching that fight? Not the boxing match the MMA fight that everybody pretend to care about, but I actually watched. I was 100% on my picks because I had one. I picked Allen. And you know what started to grind in my mouth like a rotten tooth? The idea that no matter how talented Allen is, he will not get a fair shake. And why should he? You see, we're talking animal politics now. Not even animal politics, insect politics, because animals share. You might think that the hive animals, like like ants and and the, and, and, and bees, share, but I don't know about that. This guy is not good for the sport, but there is no such thing as sport. Oh, you think, oh, Eugene, what about track and field? Yeah, I used to think that too. Until I saw Carl Lewis driving a luxury automobile. I was like, how the fuck can he drive a, he's an amateur athlete. Where's he getting the money for a luxury automobile? So every one of those European invitationals comes with a paycheck, bro. (laughs) Jackie joined a cursey, all these people, the track and field people that I know, Usain Bolt, and the TV commercials that come from that. It's a big deal every place but America. Oh. Okay, so it's not the Baldwin's fault. Do we turn around or do we blame the sausage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sage North but what? North but what? North but Arnold Allen. Do we blame the sausage? We had two fights. We had Dawes and uh, who did Dawes fight? I can't even remember. Lanko. What the guy? I like the guy. Of course, you know when, when uh, Dan Mergliata is the ref, since he had another pre pre uh, uh, premature stoppage, you have to know the next few fights until he relaxes again. You're gonna fucking die in there. He's not stopping shit. But at least it was in Vegas where well, you had oversight of an athletic commission and judges that you kind of know, not Abu Dhabi, where it comes out, several people in the reports come out and say, this was handed to uh, uh, Sugar Shane O'Malley. Hands down, we told anybody anybody who was said that they thought that, that Jan, when the fight would be fired. And you go, oh, what are these people of, of, fl- uh, of flabby moral character where they care about being fired? They go, hey, bro, 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 bro. We're talking Abu Dhabi, okay? Fired there might not mean that they walk you to your car with your little cardboard box of belongings. I had a friend who went to one of the first early Abu Dhabis prior to the Jeff Monson running around naked when he was disqualified for a can opener. And the guy was cheering for somebody who was... uh, for the opponent of Ta- uh, uh, Sheikh Tanoon. And at first they sent somebody over and said, You know, Chief Tanoon's guy is fighting. He's like, Yeah, I know. And he keeps cheering for the other guy. And they said, You know, you're very loud. And he's like, Everybody here is loud. And then the third time they could see he was just not getting it. The dumbass American, they pretty much said, The desert is full of holes. Dude left. Left a day early. (laughs) He suddenly remembered that the protection of the U.S. Constitution was not extended to Abu Dhabi. If Sugar Shane O'Malley looks shocked that he won, that tells you all you need to know. And any stinking, disgusting apologist who's writing, well, you see about the scoring, you didn't get rewarded for takedowns, and it was very close, and... don't fucking tell me that this stuff dribbling on my head that's yellow and tastes like urine is not urine. But it's not sports. It is sports entertainment. So Sugar Shane O'Malley not only wins the fight, but gets his ranking yanked up to number one for not having fought a credible fight in at least the past three years. He's got the gift of the gab. He's got the influence status. He's got the color hair. He's probably got money flowing in from commercial endorsements that we don't even know about. Yeah. There was no commission in Abu Dhabi. There was nothing. Calvin Cater, they start using that coded language that makes you sick when you hear it because, man, he's got a chin on him. <laughs> if they're saying that about you, you might start thinking about putting away your money to open up a gym. Because you need to start thinking about second or third acts. And, interestingly enough, his body crapped out. Abraham and Strauss, always something. His body crapped out on him in the the way that same with Dawes. And in both cases, neither one of those guys felt, yeah, I know, we want to gut things out. You ever hurt your leg? Now, I I medial collateral ligament tore one in the middle, third, third, not even third. I don't remember where it was in the set. Middle of a set, third show into a tour. A tour I could not stop without going broke. Yeah, Allen was clearly winning that fight no matter what. So I don't feel bad about that. But I'm sure Allen would like a better showcase. On the other hand, he only opened the door this much into his wheelhouse and could be back training Monday because he didn't, he didn't take any damage. I duct tape my leg for the remainder of the tour, finish the tour. That's not medically accepted as a way to to, to get through this stuff. Yeah, O'Malley's keeping his mouth fucking shut because he knows. So, uh, and, and, you know, and one of the things I know from the guys who used to do ADCC in uh, early on is that a lot of money changes hands there. A lot of money, a lot of money. You, you're you're rolling with cats who. You ever been to these countries? you, you ever spent any time in, in Jordan? Listen, I just got back from this place called Namur. It's thirty minutes, thirty minutes uh, south of Brussels. And I'm looking around as we drive to the venue and I'm like, Jesus Christ. All the houses look like houses from eyes wide shut. Never saw this part of uh, Brussels before. I've been to Brussels many a time. Recorded projects there. Got friends there for years now. Never saw that stuff. Hiding in plain sight. Money. Money makes a person do funny things. So, a, uh, um, you know... So Calvin Cater, he, he, money made him say, I'm fine, I'm fine. After an ill-timed jump with flying knee at the end of a round, I'm fine. He got back on the horse after that Max Holloway being showed that he is, still had stuff, but you know, the stuff he's saying, you know, yeah, it's the antithesis of the guy doing this. It is, the, antith- it is the, antith- the antithesis of the guy doing that. You know, I, I, I was had a woman friend and she was a prostitute, and she cleverly chose to be a prostitute outside of her town because she don't, she's a college kid. They don't want to be discovered by people, but she took it in a town where her boyfriend's father lived. And and I said, wait, you know, she the father was kind of a strange guy. I go, what would happen if the guy if the father came to you know to your place of work? She worked at a, a massage parlor. And she goes, What I don't even understand the nature of your question. I go, What would what, you what would you, you, you do? She goes, I do my job. It's my job. My job is to have a relationship with whatever penis pays for that relationship. I don't understand your fucking stupid question. Calvin Cater, It's like, uh, my job is to fight. My leg hurts. Yeah, you might hurt your leg fighting, gotta fight. It seems to me the ultimate statement of dismay, hopeless dismay. Dawes is the same thing. Hot shot wrestler. USA Wrestling didn't give him the same deal they gave Kale Sanderson. Nah, D1 guys got to go in there. And, And when you saw his legs spread out, yeah, he's flexible. I know plenty of flexible wrestlers, but you're not flexible at the knee joint like that. Like, my finger is plenty flexible like that. My finger is not so flexible side to side. Like your knee. And is like, whatever, bro. Look, okay, I'm not gonna be trending tomorrow. Screw you. And dude gets knocked out. Oh boy, he can take a punch. And then Bisping is like, you oh, know, Bisping, who got into that kid? He got into that kid, Mr. Vicious, who had that, like, oh, he got lucky and he was it. This is no, no, no. We've been working on this because you find if you do a standing guillotine on somebody and they try to swivel out of it, using their weight to kind of break the hold, this is what I do, this is how I adjust. And Bisping was like, oh, well. And you get the paid help, is treating the paid help like shit. That's like the driver getting airs with the butler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and keep in mind, all these cats who lived, the excuse in the early days was, Well, how much money was there? John Peretti, I have friends who are friends with John Peretti who are like, the oofsy, it's not like John Peretti is any savior, like Lenin is no savior. Lenin was going to do the same terrible shit that Stalin did. He just died before he could do it. John Peretti was no savior of the sport. He had in mind the same terrible shit the bald one did because why not? And this is terribly cynical. For me to even entertain this as a thought for any period of time is cynical. We've already gone through why I ultimately think, even if I, even if people are willing to eat a tub full of shit for a thousand dollars, I should not offer them a tub full of shit to eat for a thousand dollars. Morality—it's it, outside of morality. I have reasons. Other—if you pay attention to older shows—we reasoned ourselves to a place outside of, of morality where, where this is just not something that you do. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Healthcare insurance. Um, so increasingly, I mean, there were, I watched, I watched maybe seven fights, early prelims. I missed the prelims in the main card I saw and what, what, what i i didn't feel i saw the same butt crawling boosterism on the parts of the fighters who were desperate for not even a whole sausage because nobody's getting a whole sausage and frankly and i didn't see the baldwin cage side again i hate to be the sympathy for the devil guy but you know what if you read my piece in decibel And the new issue of Decibel, where I talk about all the horrible people I know and how I sort of give them passes because they are honestly horrible. They're honestly horrible. Charles Manson was like, whatever, bro. All the murderers I know, some of them, you know, they never lied about who they were. The Baldwin is not, not for a second is he lying about who he is outside of the fact that lying is part of who he is this whole charm offensive, this structured corporate lying that they're doing. It's only its only a moron who believes it. Like that guy, my, my three-card Monty dealer friend in Tel Aviv. because was usually nobody who knows anything about life plays this game. Which means if you play this game, that means you know nothing about life and I can't help you. So it doesn't matter whether I take your money or not. Okie dokie, Smokey. What I'm saying is, it's a dirty, filthy fucking game. And the only way that we manage to feel a little bit better about it is when you see something that is wholly transcendent and who is going to deliver that wholly transcendent to you. Not everybody, not 50% of the fighters there, not 60% of the fighters there. Uh, not so th- There's probably about 10% of the people there that can deliver that transcendent ex- experience. And I have to tell you, honest to God, I've winnowed the list down to two. I've been threatening for a long time. But I do not see sitting, I do not see at this point in time in 2023, next year, I do not see me sitting here talking about the fights in any kind of structured way except as an illustrative sideshow point that I might make to undergird some other point about something else. Am I done with combat sports? Sadly, no. The ADCC thing is despite the, you know, they do have it in places other than Abu Dhabi has captured a lot of my attention and focus as a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Now, where's my belt? So it's in the kitchen. As a, as a as a as a as a black belt now, I find I'm, I'm I'm interested because it's not it takes structured skill, and I like to think that the people who succeed in it uh, know exactly what their worth is. And moreover, their overhead is low enough and their injury rates are low enough and they can continue to spot long enough that the pressures come off in terms and they get sponsored by companies and not, you know, even though the UFC owns a portion of it, it's not being attached in the same way it is. Every dollar that comes in house is a dollar that has to be split with the UFC. You know, it it feels cleaner all around. Did you see the fucking fight and all the hoopla they made about some guy who's a PBR guy? And I don't mean Pap's blue ribbon. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. They're Vigo. Two minds with the same, the same thought. When they flashed on that, when it flashed on that fucking, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Owned is one thing. Owned partially owned is one thing. As far as I know, it, it, yeah, who who owns the Abu Dhabi? It doesn't matter, man. World, world, world. BJJ World Tour is legitimate. Who's it owned by? Not the oofsie. I could be satisfied just going on flow wrestling and watching that for the rest of the time. I'm more likely to see something transcendent there. It's not and my appreciation is not interfered with by knowing that all of the people I'm watching are whores who are being fucked for next to nothing. You know, listen, let me let, 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 let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. The camera fo- fo- focused on the, the PBR guy and all was like, hey, see. If you, those of you who listen to the show, remember me talking about meeting the guy from Endeavor at that at that corporate party, and the guy being all excited, invite me to LA, and I'm thinking I'm going to get the ringside seats, the cage side seats to the fight. He says, "No, no, 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 PBR." You know why? Bulls don't negotiate well. Yeah, Bones versus Francis Segato, 2023. That's all I'm caring about now. Or Stipe or anybody. Jones is barreled. Somebody just asked me about Johnny Bony Joni. How do you spell it? Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, Boney, B-O-N-E-Y, Johnny, Boney, Joni, J-O-N-E-Y. <laughs> Not Jonesy, Joni. Joni and Chachi. They're excited about PBR because bulls don't negotiate. I don't even know if they live beyond the event. I think they do. It's bullfighting where they don't live beyond the event. So, you know, this is this this is the speed. This is the speed, so they can, you know, you have to see that great a, it's a small take. It's Bill Burr, who I love, and Joe Hogan. Ho Joe Gain, Ro joe Gain. Okay. And he says, Hey, did you eat that elk that I gave you? Joe Gain says, Joe Gain says to Bill Burr. And Bill Burr goes, Yeah, it was great. And before he finishes, yeah, it was great. And Joe says, Did it, did you feel your testosterone go up? <laughs> and Bill Berg was, No, Joe it was a good meal, but you fucking lunatic, relax. That lunacy, like the guy who came up to me in high school, and said, Eugene, what are your secrets of machismo? Are driven by guys who are fathered by absent fathers like Hogan was who are searching for the mother lode stone of masculinity that gives them what they felt like somehow they should have gotten from their fathers and they never got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These guys canceled and you're still hearing about them. So, um, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. We're, we're in, I, I feel like Dr. Dre, when he decided to leave little death road, he was like, you know, we're, you had at a party, man. Hey, listen, I was at a party. I didn't write about this in the memoir. I was at a party. And everybody was drinking, and I wasn't drinking. Everybody was drugging. I wasn't drugging. I still had to get back on that train by myself and get to fucking Brooklyn. I needed my wits about me. I hear this noise. <laughs> Two-stroke engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-stroke two engine. Go, somebody's got a moped inside here? Inside? Storefront, Lower East Side. Somebody's got and who should come out? Some of you might know this guy. I think at this point now, safely, it's God rest his soul, Frenchy. Frenchy comes out of the back, and now the two-stroke engine is enlivened, and he's got a chainsaw. And he's drunk, and he's doing the dance of Leatherface, from uh uh the uh, texas chainsaw massacre and he's wheeling about the place swinging the fucking chainsaw everybody's laughing and hooting and hollering that was my cue it was gas powered so the windows were shut so there's no way that anybody emerges from this better off than the minutes before he started the chainsaw He falls. I don't want to have to see him cut his arm off, his leg off. I don't want to have to breathe the fumes in the enclosed space. I do not want a guy who's drunk and high off of his fucking mind, wheeling about in a storefront apartment on the Lower East Side with a live fucking chainsaw. It is time to leave. I don't care if you want to stay. Whatever's going to happen next, I don't want to see. And that's where we are. With the oofsie. Because as good as you feel about the fight you watch, you didn't watch. I'm sure Calvin Cater doesn't feel so good today. Neither does Dawes. And the cats that are winning, they say, well, who do you want to fight next? stand standard boilerplate question. I don't care. I don't care, Dana. Just put me in there. You do realize he stopped listening right after the part of the sentence where you said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Here, I got something for you. Every single fighter on that card, you know who makes more than you do? Hasbulla. Who was it? Uriah Hall, who just took the claim of being suicidal, and he, he he put a finger on it. He goes, the ring girls make more than the fighters do. I like ring girls as much as anybody else. I mean... In general, women in bikinis smiling at me like they want to have sex with me doesn't feel bad. They make more than the fighters. I tell you, you get rid of the fighters, you keep the girls in there. I'm not turning up. All these things to bolster, bolster this, these, these abs. You know, my father has talked to me once since I turned 19. I'm not obsessed with masculinity. Halloween. Uh oh, Uh oh (laughs) oh. Sorry, sorry. The cat who told me, who gave me the news on Friday, is texting me. I I I don't I don't know that he wanted me to go to without him. I didn't mention his name. I didn't mention his name. So he's got no complaint. He just said he's asking me something else. So read the substack. But Halloween, yeah, I got Halloween stories. They're all in. Weirdly enough, they're all in the in the memoir. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and who was it? Who was it? Who, who 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 took a big stinking dump on 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 uh, slap fighting? That's like the horror movie meme. He's calling from inside the house. The bald one. It's like it's not enough that I underpay guys who are getting CTE from sport fighting. <laughs> then I'm going to slap fighting is a. I would rather you take that weird Russian shit where they fight in an enclosed car jujitsu or uh, uh, you know fighting in a in a in a in a phone booth that you've seen if you've been watching stuff, you know? It, we're in a dark, fucked up place. It's no longer your imagination. It's no longer your imagination, and we're being played. The, the elections next week? <laughs> you know, what happened is Americans used to work on on a kind of Seesaw, Geyer, g y r e. I I think um, who is a, the poet who used that when he was talking about the Geyer turning and that beast, William Blake, the beast slouching back toward Jerusalem. Things change. Now things are pretty cool under Clinton. How he wanted a little grit. Hey, George W. He stole it. Ah, fuck it, let him steal it. And then, you know, we had the kind of craziness with George W. And people were like, oh man, what I really need is just something to kind of, you know, Yates, thank you, JB, just kind of, uh, you know, let's mellow. And uh, Obama comes in with the avuncular thing and shit gets just like kind of mellowed out. And we're like, oh shit, okay, that's cool. And then at the end of that, and Trump comes in, it's like, man, I'm so mellow. I want, so there's been this cyclical thing. But since, since the jump years and his refusal to acknowledge, to allow the cycle to readjust itself, we're stuck in this spiral now. Now we're doing this thing where the plane can't. A buddy of mine used to say we would work with stalls, get the plane up, stall it, and then try to change altitude and to get it to go again. We're not changing altitude, man. We're, we're not changing altitude. <laughs> Sorry, it's writ large. These these sausage platers are getting as much as they can and squeezing the rest of us. For what? Seven gas is almost seven dollars a gallon in California. I'm not complaining, but when I go to New York like I did uh, October 6th and I look out the I look out the window at the gas station across the street and see gas for three dollars and ten cents, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, they're squeezing, they're squeezing, they're squeezing. They're squeezing, they're squeezing, because even at this point now, it's social control. It's social control. You're hungry, you run a few blocks, then you're riot, and then you go back home until you can get a sandwich. They've given up trying to control us with reason. Now they're just using, it's not the carrot anymore, it's the stick. Good luck to you all. You're going to need it. Like the song said, the dead are the only lucky ones. And that's what I wrote the Substack about. I'm sorry for being a downer this weekend. I should be excited, happy. Going to go out tomorrow night trick-or-treating with a two-year-old. It's always fun. And you know what my major concern is about trick-or-treating with a two-year-old tomorrow night? Which handgun to take so I can protect my two-year-old from somebody acting up at the fucking Halloween celebration and the trick-or-treating? That's where we are. Welcome to 2022. Fuck. But at least we got somebody like the Baldwin who cares about us. But hey. Oh, God. And I ran out. I ran out of my little my little calm pills. You know, little chocolate candy things that's called calm. Ran out of them. Ran out of them. So tonight's gonna be rough. Anyway, thanks for listening. Monday afternoon we have care. Don't care. We did one yesterday. Tied for first, but I was at least in first place. Tuesday, if the shoes fit, it's me and John and Alexi Kidnate after talking for 17 minutes about Yoko Ono. On the left, he needs to take a week off to rebuild his stock so he can do another 17 minutes on Yoko Ono. The next week he comes back. Read the substack. Uh uh, 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 look what you made me do, Eugene. Drops the Substack. Check it out. And I got some exciting stuff coming up on Wong duty this week. Um, I'm sort of decommissioning my activity. Sort of starting to think about moving away from Twitter as well. Again, chainsaw apartment, tiny party, leaving a party that you don't like. Fill in the blanks. But uh everything everything that I get that you might be interested in between now and next Sunday, during which I do not want you to die, will still be going out through Twitter until then, because the kid's still sleeping, like watch your baby
0: die.